All right, welcome back. Welcome back to Greenbox Gaming plays Delta Green Impossible Landscapes. You are joining me, Joe, with my fantastic players who I do not hold any type of weird, like, kind of passive-aggressive grudges that are going to come out in gameplay with. Um, mm -hmm. And that well. does include uh, my good friend, Jean, playing Benedict. Oh, up first. Hello. Yeah. And uh, also my good friend, Dace, playing Benji. Yeah, I just, uh, uh, okay, hey, hey, everybody. Uh, are we going to circle back to the Pasigaris? All right, go ahead. And of Introduce course, Brad. And lastly, uh, Brad playing <laughs> Hank. Yep. I have noticed, Joe, that whenever I do something cool, whenever we do a recap, somehow it's Dace's character did the cool thing. <laughs> okay, just, yeah, yeah, uh, just, you know what? You just building up that passive-aggressive uh, bank account there, aren't we, Brad? Every That's, time uh, that you, you, you post a little snippet on Instagram or or uh, or the TikToks. The TikToks. Why am I not there? Uh, I say cool shit. I say funny shit. Okay. <laughs> I think Dace, I don't think you've ever done passive-aggressive in your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Sorry. Or um, misconstruing what passive-aggressiveness is. <laughs> You're doing Let me it roll wrong. Back. Um, and I can't help but notice. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> How? Uh, so everyone who's uh, listening, everyone who's watching, you are joining us at a. Uh, well, let's see. It's a. It's a. It's a classic 9 p.m. showing for me here on the West Coast. Uh, it's a good old-fashioned 11 o'clock at night for our boys in the central time zone and let us not forget our incredible Jean who's joining us from 6 fucking a.m. And it's light outside? What time? Cross time zone shenanigans. What time did you have to wake up in order to make this uh, this meeting? Oh, like uh, half an hour ago, 15 minutes before. God, like I kind of... It's all right. I, I kind of... Rolled out of bed. Well, I, I'm kind of mm -hmm. sad because we were talking about we were all talking, or well, maybe I'm actually maybe it's just me talking about it. We're talking about how sultry, how sultry uh, Jean's just woken up voices, and uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> it was something else. Yeah, it's okay. it'll wear off in a little while. <laughs> you, need to, you need to take at least a two-hour nap before we go live every show. <laughs> yeah, just literally just <laughs> falls asleep right at the desk. Uh, how are you guys doing? Are you guys doing this right into autumn? Right here in October, it's a spooky season. It's the perfect time for a little Delta Green. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Spooktacular. Thank you for asking that question. Do you guys actually <laughs> give a shit about Halloween? <laughs> uh, I, I think I already know the answer based off of that. Oh, spooky season is good. Yeah. Okay, that's Great. Dace. That's Dace on his some hot takes on... The He's, you're season. the one having a party. <laughs> you better like Halloween. <laughs> I just... I might have... I like that you use the word autumn and not fall. So is that weird? It's good enough for me. Is that... Does that... Oh. Irregular in your country? Is it? Wait, what was the know. question? Uh, Jean thinks that uh, we all speak like hillbillies over here. In this nick of the woods, that's those are that's my words said. exactly. Well, I say fall the woods. instead yeah. of autumn. Autumn, autumn. 
Autumn. How did you say plaid the other time? I'm I'm genuinely curious about how did you say plaid a couple of games ago? I think I said played. Is that really how y'all pronounce it? Played. Probably not. I wouldn't take pronunciation lessons from Okay. That was like an aluminium thing. Oh, an aluminium. I work with a guy, um, and we were talking about like making a particular type of picket, and he was like, "What if you just?" And he's like, from Arkansas. He's like, "What if we just took it and we turn it on the lath?" The what? The the lath? <laughs> yeah. The lathe? Like, you know. The lathe? The lathe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh. And I'm not gonna, like, be so rude I as to be that. like, actually, it's called a lathe? <laughs> like, yeah, what if we but do turn we on the lathe? have that conversation. <laughs> what was his name and, yeah, and place of work the, for the, the entire internet? internet? We're gonna dox him. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I, um, I I like telling people that like when I hear stuff like that I'm like oh man that's the epitome of funny uh, that's just, just, the, <laughs> that's just the epitome of humor right there that's the epitome of humor <laughs> all right you guys want to get get into it you guys want to launch off no uh, how are you oh, doing Joe okay I'm great yeah we never ask you you know how what are you? you don't ask me you sons of bitches yeah it's, uh, how are how is good. Autumn, where you autumn. are. Autumn, autumn. <laughs> uh, it's beautiful. I uh, I spent the entire weekend uh, wrestling a eight foot tall and t- and like two foot diameter tree trunk out of my front yard, which was a massive clusterfuck. Wow. Jeez. And then he got the wife out. Am I right? Okay, let's get a <laughs> recap. <laughs> And that's why we don't know how you are. Because <laughs> it devolves into that shenanigans. Because we can't. Gabby's do actually great. She's a beautiful person. <laughs> oh, I don't even actually, know what that means. That what you just said. Number. I don't even understand what that means. <laughs> very light. An eight. She's very light. Okay. I, but, you know, I actually the other day, uh, like there were some some of my people I go to school with are Christmas parties and stuff like that, and Gabby asked me, and she says. Yeah, like, hey, do you want to do, like, a couple's costume? And immediately what popped to my head was just the idea of one of us being the front part of a horse and the other one being the back part. <laughs> but I quickly realized that's probably not what she meant by a couple's costume, <laughs> even though I think that would be, it would be extremely funny. funny. She didn't think it was as funny. It takes two. Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. I like that... Um, um, that episode of uh, what's his name? What's the crazy guy Dace that I watch? Who has the late Robbins? Night sh- oh fuck! Never mind. Oh no, you're talking about a. Uh... <sighs> fuck it. He's. Well, we have the dreads. Yeah. Sometimes he has dreads. Anyway, it's a prank show, and he came out. I think. Uh, he <laughs> speaking of like the horse and couples guy. He came out as an octopus and he was the head of the octopus and he had eight smaller people around him that had <laughs> tentacles connected to him and they just oh, walked so into nice. a restaurant and said feed us feed us on repeat. <laughs> <That is. laughs> 
<laughs> that is so bizarre. So if you had eight uh, people, that's an or nine people rather, that'd be a good non-person the, costume. What is the the actress who was in Parks and Rec who played April? I think her first name's Audrey. Um, yeah, yeah. I can't Hepburn. remember um, his name. Audrey Hepburn. I, no, that's, that's not. Um, <laughs> no, but, is it Audrey? I don't remember what. But it's like there's a there's a clip of her. She's dressed as a giant chicken, and she's with a bunch of children who are dressed like chicks, and they go into, like, a McDonald's or something and start, like, clucking at the cash <laughs> register because they wanted, they said something about chicken nuggets, so they saw chicken nuggets on the menu, and they just start, like... <laughs> it's bizarre. But it's also Audrey cool. Plaza and Plaza. Eric Andre. Audrey Plaza. Eric Andre. Yeah. Okay, yes. Eric Andre, Audrey Plaza. Joe. Yes, John. Can you go dressed as a crab? Uh, I, maybe. I I don't think there's a... And one person has to do right pincer. Oh, we're just like both like different pincer. big giant pinchers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be fun. Yes. That's... Yeah. One last tangent. Okay. <laughs> there is a couple's costume that I've always wanted to do, but I haven't done yet. Um. So if you've seen V for Vendetta... I wanted to dress up as the Pope. Oh no! <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. I think he's a then, bishop, yeah. but it's uh... okay. But whatever. Well, you, you, you mean that guy, the and then Pope. have your have your female counterpart be um, uh, Natalie Portman, like yeah, dressed up as exactly a, as a prostitute. So fucked up. It's so great. Very fucked up. Shock value. For sure. <laughs> yeah, you'd get some interesting looks. I, not everyone would get it either. Um, but the ones that did. Yeah, they'd, they'd be, be like, like oh, uh, oh. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Speaking of things that are kind of cringeworthy, uh, last time you guys received a strange call from an unknown person. An unknown group of people, perhaps, telling you that you need to come for a debriefing at 6 o'clock. It is September the 13th. Is that right? Yes, it is September the 13th. It's about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. You guys are in the Samahina home. You have explored the unnatural goings-on, even going so far as to begin to delve into the mirrors. The mirrors that some of you have posited may lead into the vast lake that connects into the city of Carcosa itself. You guys uh, are have we're kind of coming to the conclusion that like all right, we are we going to try to go through here? And then there was some talking back and forth about well, if we do, we'll probably drown. And then you guys reached out to your contact. You reached out for Marcus, and you received some dead air, uh, which is worrisome but you guys are still standing basically here in the Samahina home you still have Esther Samahina tied up bound and gagged and you gotta figure out what you're gonna do where you're gonna go from here especially now that uh, I don't know Marcus ain't picking up so that being said Mm. uh, you guys had explored a good bit collected up a lot of the more unnatural stuff destroyed the diorama in um, in Henry's room 
Um, I believe you guys have already broken the mirrors at this point, I think. Yep. So, yeah. And also... Uh, Do we get all the collectibles in the house? All the bobbleheads. <laughs> Do we get the little... All the bobbleheads, all the... Yeah. Well, if you if you get all the collectibles, you get a, a special outfit or a special hat. Okay. <laughs> bottle caps. I look through every cupboard to find every single bottle cap. Okay, you find the bottle caps and you get a special limited edition hat for Benedict's oh. uh, yes. avatar. Is it a monster truck? It is a monster truck with like a big old school camcorder on top of it. <laughs> Fascinating. I love it. Just introduced a wow. new, so just introduced a mechanic. The game. It's gonna yeah. be great. Yeah. <laughs> great. Um, but yeah, you and guys have destroyed a lot of stuff. You've drained the tub. Uh, one of the last things that happened is you guys did drop the bottle down the chute um, to some some people figures that were standing down there yeah also notice how joe said people that's i'm writing yeah. that down and then joe i said, said people funny um mm -hmm. also you know it's just like what mannequin people they're people too they have rights yeah. dreams love someone said last time probably me because i say the cool shit in this podcast Naturally. um <laughs> That uh, when they were thinking oh, back, yeah? that uh, the dude that was drowning the kid was probably sending him them to Carcosa. Asa Asa Darabondi, which I guess spec led us to speculate like we might literally have to drown to get there. Yeah, you and I believe you guys. It was mentioned that you know when you guys had originally found this book, uh, a world without doors that there was a character in it, Abby, who traveled to a strange faraway land via drowning herself to fight the Phantom. Oh, sheesh. Well, let's make note not to and then do she that. Married him. If we can help ourselves. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We've broken Sorry. the mirrors. I think we said we're basically going to find some way to... What did we plan on do? We didn't have a plan, did we? We didn't. Hmm. But I think we're in trouble with, with Delta Green. I, I don't think anybody's pleased if, uh, if Marcus is gone. I imagine that you guys have just gotten through getting this phone call. And Hank, Benedict, and Benji mm -hmm. are having this conversation that you guys are probably standing probably on the third floor. Um, you know, like there in the hallway where the sewing room is. Yeah. And as the characters are having this discussion, we're gonna we're gonna just imagine the camera pans away, pans away maybe out the window and down into darkness, then kind of pans back up, and we see a something that the characters would not be familiar with, but something that maybe our listeners or viewers might be familiar with a room, a basement that had a large metal door set in it. Same metal door which uh, once upon a time housed three um, shall we call them interviewees? Uh, that were hauled away from the McAllister building. 
inside this room with this single bare light bulb on a string or on a uh, wire. You can see the backs of two men. Uh, or I'd say we probably see the back of one, the front of the other, and they appear to be playing cards. Um, they're both wearing t-shirts and like you know, like comfortable-looking clothes, and on the table are guns. Um, you know, like a few like submachine guns and pistols, and they're sitting there playing cards. And behind them on the table is a fax machine, an old-school fax machine, maybe even a fax machine, maybe the same one that was there in 1995. A dial tone plays over the fax machine. And one of the men both look at each other. One of them stands up, walks over to the machine, and pulls off the page. And we look down at the page over the man's shoulder. And we see a driver's license photo and the word target with an address. We see the face of Agent Marcus, stenciled along the side of the photo in big, bold, imposing, important-looking letters is a looks a little like a stamp that says Static Protocol. The other man, he shows it to the other guy. They both look at it. One of them says, he's like, uh, do we have anyone in Vegas? There's a... They... Another one pulls out like a, a notebook and opens it, and starts turning the pages. He says, "Yeah, hold on." He opens a flip phone, a little burner, punches in the number, holds it to his ear, and in this cinematic view, we start to hear the sound of Kenny Loggins' "Danger Zone." <laughs> <laughs> Running up your engines, listen to a howl and roll. In the desert of Las Vegas, there's a circle of big jacked up trucks, dirt bikes, and one bright nice. pink van. Yeah. There's a bonfire. People are drinking and shouting and jumping dunes. In the back, we see, uh, in the back of this group near the van, we see an imposing figure wearing a sleeveless denim jacket, his muscles rippling in the darkness. He appears to be negotiating with two men in business suits who are flanked by two massive bodyguards. He holds up a finger to the men. We just hear the, as Danger Zone continues to play... Highway to the danger zone. <laughs> we see him zone. reach in his pocket and pull out a phone, and then <laughs> reach in his other pocket and pull out another phone. This one ringing. He kind of makes a motion for the people he's talking to to give him a second. He walks to their side of the van and opens it, and we just and the music stops, and we hear, "Go for Axel." Nice. <gasps> so. Axel oh. was an agent this entire time. <laughs> Smash cut. Back to the Samahina home. I don't care. Oh, I'm just damn. glad he's back. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna hug your assassin. <laughs> I mean, we didn't hate Marcus that bad, Joe. Did you just kill him off scene, <laughs> off off camera? <laughs> oh man. 
I don't know okay. this, what the implications of this are, but... Don't worry about that. Uh, Hank didn't see that. <laughs> true, Brad, true. Brad saw that. True, true, true. Um, okay. So here's the... So, uh, what do you fellas think we should do about this house? I mean, uh, we scrubbed it clean. Like, we can get get the hell out of here, can't we? We're done. We'll get out. Right? What did we do with the part? Did we... Oh, yeah, we got rid of all the... The... uh, Drained it. Whatever it was. The black goo. The, The daddy juice. Yes, the daddy you. <laughs> Tried to forget that term. Drain the tub. <laughs> um. Okay, we drained the tub. Uh. So all that's left is this weird, um, lacquer on the walls, flammable lacquer, which isn't necessarily, um, supernatural. What's Samhina doing? I think we could just lock up. Hysterical still? Yeah, she's just kind of there. You know, her lips are like crazy, crazy raw from you guys sticking on duct tape and tearing it back off. Like like, a, like about five or six times. <laughs> it's getting pretty bad. <laughs> I think at one point um, in time, Benji taunted her with chapstick. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, okay, so we, we, we clearly need to get out of here. Like, what are our yeah. safe houses in... Well, first thing in the morning, we gotta what, meet... What, we what's, gotta the name ch- of the, what's the name of the city we're in? You're in Boston. It's a, it's a, a, you might have heard of it. It's a little town in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> that passive aggression that is that's artful I ain't, I ain't never been in such a bitty a city as big as Boston <laughs> um, uh, do we so we have the one hotel room that has the um the Ritz Carlton I believe you guys had joked you were staying at yes that was in Vegas okay we had no, we have one the, that safe the, house. That was the MGM Grand that you guys stayed in in Vegas. Oh. The MGM Grande. Yeah. Um, so we had our initial safe house that we came into when we came out this way. And then Listen, we had another the prob- hotel The problem room. isn't finding a place to stay. We can find a place to stay. We got to decide whether we're going to meet uh, these, whoever they are, that had Marcus's phone or not. Mm-hmm. Like, we can find a place to stay. We can get a hotel anywhere. We don't necessarily yeah. have to go back to the same spot. Or we just keep or moving. That. We just keep moving. That's we. I don't think we can really afford to stay anywhere we have been. We have to assume nothing is safe. You guys know, when you guys had first arrived to Boston, you had established a kind of burn site or, like, working location at this abandoned construction site, which is the canonical location of the murder board, right? Yep. So, yeah, that is there. You also eh, had a bit of an unnatural experience there. Remember, you had you had seen the uh, the mannequin bellhop bellhop there. So that's concerning. Here's my. Uh, we definitely need to leave this house. I have no problem leaving it intact, not burnt to a crisp. 
for once. But uh, if it's my vote, I say we try to meet these fellows and find out what happened to Marcus. Not all three of us at once. Maybe two of us and another one from a vantage point. Sounds so dangerous. It does, but... But if you, uh, if you think you can trust these random people who just phoned us, who it sounds to me they want to clean up, uh, maybe we can try and get the jump on them. But do you remember last time that we tried to meet up with somebody? They were pretty organized. They had a, a guy in the main room who was like a sniper now and uh, two other guys packing i'm just spitballing here if this if we're gonna meet them i say that's the way to meet them that's all i'm saying not all three at once if we decide to meet them Mm. but i don't particularly feel obligated to what's what say you benji or i think we so benedict's probably doesn't want to is that is that what i mean i think benedict wants to carry on the investigation and go to the dorchester after we just had Samahina, we lock up this place. We call the fire department as an anonymous tip because, you know, public safety. And then we head off to the Dorchester. Hmm. The only way out is through. You decide, Benji. You, uh, Benji. I, I guess if I had to pick one, I'd rather find some way to safely meet these fellas. So you, you're the deciding factor, Benji. I got a crazy idea. Lower, <laughs> this is going. Uh, uh, crazier than what you just said. Oh, what's the crazy <laughs> idea? <laughs> well, uh, Benedict, I, I love your instinct. What you just said, the only way out was through. Love that. Huh. Really love it. Um, I'm just so you know I, I, I've read a fair amount of the occult texts that exist in the world and obviously uh, this is something that has uh, strangled me I want you to drown me <laughs> I want you to put me in the water oh that was joke me uh should I repeat the I question? There was two options uh, in playing the guitar and Stroud, and you wasn't one of them. Well, I'm sorry. I I just couldn't do that, Benji. I, I know what you, you're doing, but then we'd be... If that harebrained crazy idea works, it means you would be in Carcosa or wherever the fuck elsewhere without us. Well, you, you could bring me back. Trust me. Benedict, don't you trust me? You could, de- you could defib him. Yes. I'll answer for him. I don't trust you one lick right now. Now, if you want to drown yourself, you go ahead and do it. Me and Benedict are going to go on with the mission. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Will we flip a coin? She's like... <laughs> and time is a flat circle, and everything comes back. That movie's and not a, that show's not out yet. Is that show been. out? Has True Detective happened? When did True Detective come out? Oh, I'll look it up later. It no. 
All right, flip a coin. Well, Who says? I mean, well, you you guys. I mean, you are dealing with something in that you guys have. It's become apparent that the way that this unnatural influence spreads is that it kind of spreads like it infects people and then like if those people infect or stay in one place or around other people enough they tend to spread it to other people or even spread it to places and you guys know that this house is infected you know that the McAllister house was infected you know that fucking uh, Citri's house in Las Vegas was infected hmm <laughs> Mm. It did have that curious little trap door. Oh yeah, we can't that, get rid of that. I don't <laughs> know how we clean that, that up. Yeah. Um, it may not be any choice except to either drown ourselves or burn the no, place down. No, hold on. Those are not the only two <laughs> options. We keep changing the options. Drowning it seems ourselves like the choices are not clear. on the Hang slate. What? That was your idea. You suggested it. Yeah, you've been saying that all along, Hank. <laughs> <laughs> Hank, drown me, Hank, drown me. Like reaching his hand towards Hank. Get your hand away from me. All right, don't <laughs> touch me. Uh. All right. What do we let's let's tackle an easier question. What are we gonna do with Samahina in the corner? We have to do something with her. <laughs> yeah, when you started talking about drowning you, she, like, got this really, like, worried look on her face. Like, what's this guy about? Hmm. What if we call her an Uber and send her for debriefing? <laughs> send her. <laughs> you send her to the meeting that Delta Green is setting just... up for you? Yeah, it's just bound and gag though. So we need to find a trustworthy Uber driver. Hold up, <laughs> I got a crazy idea that might also be fun. Well, okay. I don't know. This is in line with Hank's morals. Hank probably wouldn't. You have to top drowning yourself, <laughs> Hank. All right. What if we call up these folks? We meet these folks, whoever they are. Two of us. You two meet them with Samahina. If all goes well, we can take in, we can give Samahina as a peace offering. You know, like if it's, this is Delta Green, I'm gonna, I'll get a sniper from the marshal's office, being a vantage point with a sniper rifle. And do we have an IED left? You, you do actually. Yes, we do. We put, this on, this, we put this I on Samahina, and if it's too, if we don't like the fellas, y'all run and we blow up Samahina and the lot of them. <laughs> That's dark. I just need to know what, I need to know what you guys I'm open are doing. To this. I'm open to I this mean. idea. So are we just, we're just now, uh, is there nothing... It's not worth pursuing the investigation we until can, we get ourselves we can. safe. Okay, I'll be willing to go along with that plan, Jean, but we have to find something to do with Samahina. If we want to ignore this 6 o'clock meeting, we do have to do something with her. And if we're ignoring them, then I'm assuming we're not right. turning her in to Delta Green. Um, so You guys are standing still here having this conversation, and... Uh, there is, I'm going to say, probably of all of you, are you guys down in the living room or are you still upstairs, do you think? 
Um, probably downstairs. next to Samahina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you'd probably be downstairs then in the living room. Um, I thought keep... we were already in the hotel already. We're still in the fucking house. <laughs> yes, because no one has said anything has happened. <laughs> we. S- <laughs> Joe's gonna roll. Uh, Joe already rolled. Okay. Uh, there is uh, Hank is probably the first one to smell it. The oh, shit. telltale smell smell of smoke. It does not take. <laughs> it doesn't take. Uh, and as you probably smell that, you probably hear the sound of the mud room downstairs. That first entryway into the ground floor of the Samahina home, you hear the door shut. Oh, no. Uh, okay. I said, hold up a second. Um, I guess I go to the, open the door to the, look down the mudroom. I could look, like, down the mudroom, right, from there? Yeah, there's the, uh, the staircase down. As you get close to the door, Hank, you know, you as being someone who has had some emergency services type training, uh, you go and touch the door, and as you're reaching for the doorknob, it is hot, and smoke is beginning to come up through the cracks <laughs> above the door. Oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, God. Out the window. We gotta go out the window. Uh, Alright. Was everyone going to break out the window? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna try to drag Sa- Samahina with us. I don't know All what right, I can do. May- I'm gonna try to. Get you her make out me as well. some type of athletics check, or the other two of you just bailing and trying to bail out the window? Alright. Yeah. Um So if you do that, then I if I'm gonna need you guys to write me roll me some type of athletics check or something or acrobatics in order to avoid hurting yourself if you're gonna try to get out this thing in a hurry. And I'm gonna need an athletics check from Hank to see if he is going to be able to Alright, just a straight athletics check. Or strength, whichever one is um, strength would probably be appropriate as well. I'll do strength. Critical 55. Uh, My God. Oh, critical 5. Wow. Successes successes across the board. You're not going to burn us down, Joe. um, We're very fit. We've been working. (laughs) You guys... You guys... uh, The first... I imagine the first of you... You know, Benji probably makes it to the... So, the... um, the door or the window that you guys had opened previously uh, goes out onto, if you look on the map or you look on the uh, board, you see that there is this low roof over the front porch. You guys leap out onto that and are, you know, avoid falling off of it or, you know, are able to lower yourself pretty quickly. As you do, you see a, um, you see a figure that is moving in a jerky, unnatural way slipping into the back seat of an old school looking car that then immediately burns rubber and starts to take off what the hell okay Uh, uh, Hank with your critical success you heave Esther Samahina up on your shoulders and I'm going to say are able to get her out onto the roof uh, the small roof over the front porch um, and between the three of you, because you guys just did so well on that, you are able to, I'm going to say you're able to negotiate lowering her down unless you want to leave her inside. 
Well, Hank's not going to do that. I kind of want Hank's to. Hank's not going to do I, that. I don't, <laughs> I don't think Hank is going to leave someone to die if he... Hank can bring Hank, his luggage Hank do it. along um, with us. Real quick, do roll me an alertness roll for Hank. Okay. Hank being the last one out, having to... 52 success under 67. Okay, that's that's going to be an interesting one. All right, um, Hank, you... As you were like, you turn back, you know, like to maybe look back in just briefly, you're looking across the living room. And remember, the walls of this entire place are painted with this linseed oil, this highly flammable oil, this resin that's covering everything. And as you are looking, the flames spread quick, very quick. But you look up and you catch an image standing on the oh no stairwell um let me see if i can get this for us oh jesus wait this is the picture what picture could you possibly be talking about brad isn't this the, the uh, one of the paintings we saw from uh abigail's look apartment? at the big brain on brad Ooh. Always, always remembering the bit, the good things. I said the yes. cool thing. Remember this. You did say <laughs> the cool <laughs> thing. <laughs> yes. Oh Hank, damn! As you, as you look back, like in like in the cinematic version of this, we zoom in on Hank's face and see the reflection of this figure standing, seemingly unharmed, seemingly uncaring about the flames, looking up around them, at the top of the stairs, looking down with just this dark abyss of a hood. Uh, and Hank, you see this and remember it. You remember this painting from 20 years ago that was found in the basement. Full circle. Nice job, Joe. Crazy. That was, that's sick. <laughs> that's cool. Okay. Um, creepy. Uh, so now... Uh, Things are going to need to move kind of quick if you guys don't want to get caught. I'm not sure if you've noticed, uh, but burning houses are kind of hard to miss. Yeah. So, um, what do you guys do? Attract attention. I suppose going to the car, getting it cranked, and the jambulance. And can we agree to run to uh, the safe house area? Even though we did yep. see something creepy there, right, Joe? But let's go there. It's creepy shit everywhere, man. Apparently. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, You guys take off, and I'm going to, well, let's see. Let's make make a roll. Let's make a roll, see if any cool numbers come out. Okay, cool. Uh, That was a 92. You guys get out of there, leaving yet another burning house in your wake. Uh, Though, this one... You're not sure it was entirely your fault. <laughs> Definitely wasn't our fault. And another bound up woman, which also <laughs> not our fault. You meant it to be a bound up man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was supposed to be a guy. <laughs> Alright. Um, yeah. To the safe house. Okay. Yeah, you guys arrive at the canonical location of the safe house. We're going to say it probably takes you, by this time, it's probably about 5 o'clock. Um, yeah. 
and uh, you're able to pull you guys have the keys to this place it's like an abandoned construction site um, that has a few levels and you're able to get down to your area in the basement kind of your, your little area that's kind of out of far out of the uh, sight of prying eyes uh, and you're able to get your van down there and you can uh, you can get Sam Hina and uh, you know it's convenient you already have a chair that has three bullet holes in the back of it that you can Jesus. probably uh, strap her to it's convenience oh itself alright um, Hank notices uh, Benji being quiet he's like listen I know you wanted to drown yourself, and we're going to get to that, all right? Okay. All I ask is we find something to do with this woman, either turn her over uh, to the uh, Delta Green, a government agency, do something with her. Get We have to find something for her to do with her. And then we can go through with your uh, drowning plan. All right. What you're saying is if uh, if I could figure out something to do with her, then you'll drown me. <laughs> More or less. <laughs> I, if we come up with something as a group, not not you specifically, I wouldn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> Benji uh, stops sharpening his knife. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> you mean okay? All right, no um, more humane. Um, well, I think we've established we're not going to go to the meeting. Maybe Benedict's convinced Hank that they're going to be really disappointed. <laughs> well, we might be even more. Di- <laughs> Don't play your mind games, uh, Joe. Benedict might have convinced Hank that uh, we're on the chopping block, so to speak. When we, when we meet up with them, we're going to have to have a, another very good argument for why they should not clean us up. Part of me just thinks we're pushing off the inevitable, but... I mean, we've made every other meeting. What's one yep. we, What's one meeting? You know, we were busy. Sure, surely you have a certain amount of, uh, you know, like you have a certain amount of tardies and, uh, and absences. Right, I mean, use, right? we were busy. You see what yeah. we just got of? We ran from a burning house. Shit. We could we could ask them if we could take it remotely. <laughs> can we just phone them up and say Zoom? we're not gonna make it? Um, can we do this over the phone? <laughs> we could do that. This pre-COVID, like a lot of a lot of that infrastructure just. I'm not even there, joking. You know? Yeah. Yeah, we'll just do it over the phone. You're on you're on speaker with everybody. Let's debrief. That's what we're gonna do. Is that, are you being serious? You actually want to call and say that? What are they gonna do? Trace like in the movies. <sighs> Jesus. I think we just have to head to the Dorchester. Let's go back to the roots of this entire thing and figure stuff out. And we're gonna leave Samahina here. Probably is a better idea than taking her with us. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Me and Joe are okay. <laughs> okay. Just gonna leave it here. Tire up all nice and cozy. <laughs> all right. Well, are she'll guys, she'll be fine. You, um, let's go. Are you if guys loading okay. up in the ambulance? Yeah, I'm, I'm all for going to the door tester. If we do this, we're gonna have to do this. Um, sneakily, correct? Because they know us. We have the key card, 
so we have like full range. Days days is shaking his head. We can just go through. <laughs> we don't need to be sneaky. Okay. Well, <laughs> when you when you get there, like you know, just like to give you the idea, like you know, it's like a big old kind of like it used to be a, a school. It's like a big old school, like northeastern. Um, like big boarding school house, right? This massive house that's been converted to a hospital. Um, it, you guys are in a van. You know, you figure that you could probably there's like a probably a deliveries area in the back that you could probably go around to, and if you have a, you know, you don't have to go through the front door. You know, you think there might be an option for some subterfuge? It wouldn't be the weirdest thing to receive a delivery from a van, right? Um. Okay. I'm for that. If everyone else is. Okay. That works. Yes. Benji? <laughs> he's not going to be satisfied till Let's he's drowned. <laughs> I'll be willing right. to I will, I'll be willing to watch uh Benji drown himself right now if he wants to do that. <laughs> I'm struggling. Guys, we I'm struggling. <laughs> yeah, we can tell. Okay. okay. Let's let's we can knock this out. I know you guys are tired. You guys go to the Dorchester. You guys see the big front doors, uh, but there's also a small sign, you know, that says deliveries over the side. And in the back, sure enough, there is a big like concrete loading dock, you know, there, like a big ramp. Um one of you has the card from Samahina from Esther, I assume. And correct. Yeah. You know, we'll say it's mm -hmm. Hank. Hank's up front, you know, he slides the key card. Uh he slides it down. Are you guys going in strapped? Like what's like what what is your what's your kind of deal here? Yeah. Standard ammo. Okay. Yep. Sure. Okay. You guys go in and you're looking around and you it doesn't take you long to get from the deliveries area to the front desk um, where before when you've been there during the day there was um, someone sitting at the front desk I think it was Gail was in there there's currently no one sitting at the front desk we'll what say that by it? the time you guys have done all of this and gotten there like it's probably close to 7 um, okay PM um, Okay. As you guys begin to, where would you guys go first? Would you try to go like try to go upstairs and try to find somebody, or go like to the Dallin's office or to like the files rooms? Like, what are you thinking? I would. Well, do you have something, Benedict? Do we want to go back to the room to give it a once over where uh, it all went down, where these patient the patients' rooms? I forgot their names, but it was three of them, correct? You tell me. I mean, I want to... That's my plan. I, I forgot. Was it three or two of them, Joe? Patients that disappeared. Two. two. Or three. Was it three? It might have been three. I don't remember now. Um, That's what I would want to do. You think we missed something? Well, oh, since then, we like Joe just pointed out earlier, we've come to realize like this, it can, an area can be affected by this, not just people. So there might be something else that have manifested mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Um, and if they haven't cleaned it up by now, there's definitely something up. So let's go peek in and see. All right. Yeah. 
You guys get, you guys start going upstairs. You slide the car, beep beep, lets you in. You start heading up, no problem. Um, you guys were heading up to the third floor. And I imagine that between all of you, uh, that, you know, maybe, you know, Benji's kind of at the back. And you guys are just going up the stairs, going up the stairs. And Benji turns. You, know, you guys hear, you know, Benji, like, gets your attention. And Hank, you're just leading the way. You guys are kind of charging up there, you and Benedict. And Benji is pointing to a sign on the wall. A sign that says four, as in the fourth floor. Mm-hmm. You guys realize that you are heading up to having we're kind of just like blindly running up the stairs, just going to the top. You find you look up and see that you are entering the fifth floor. A fifth floor that was not previously there. About this time, the door nearest mm. to you opens up. And you see a uh, gargantuan brick shit house of a man. He is wearing the uniform of an orderly, all white scrubs. And he is huge. And he is flanked by five other orderlies. And he does not look pleased. And right, it looks like they're all getting ready. Like, And as you guys pull back, I imagine... Maybe Benedict or Hank or Benji. Maybe you go to draw your weapon. Only to find it is not there. What? Hank, you reach down to your sidearm and you are grasping at the cloth scrubs of a patient's gown. Oh hell Benedict, no. Benedict. What the you go for you go for, you know, one of your weapons. You go for your flashbang. A flashbang. You find nothing like but oversized cheap starched scrubs Benji maybe you're you know maybe Benji's about to draw something out too or maybe even Benji's just like you know just drawing back and as he raises his hands up in front of him as these men come toward him he sees that his shirt his clothes his FBI windbreaker whatever he was wearing has been replaced by patient scrubs Hank Benedict! Hank! <laughs> you guys. And right as these hands. Right as these hands are about to be laid on you, you hear a voice. That is quite enough, Ed. This huge orderly moves to the side. And you see a small man with glasses, little goatee. He comes, he's like, he's like, ah. He's like, I am sure. I'm sure the gentleman, I am sure that Benedict and Benjamin and Hank, I'm sure they all have a good reason for being in the stairwell, unsupervised. Is that not right, gentlemen? Uh. <laughs> yes. Uh, maybe. <laughs> don't, don't think there's much to say. Is that a rhetorical question? What? Sir? Benedict. You do not have to call me sir, you know. Benedict, no. Oh, and he kind of like puts like a gentle hand on your shoulder. He's like, oh, you're having one of your fits again, I see. Benedict, it is me. Dr. Friend. Oh. Let's get you back to oh. your room, shall we? 
and that is the last thing that you guys hear as the hands of the six orderlies descend on you and as needles are slipped into the soft fleshy parts of your body and you succumb to the effects of the sedatives I told you you should drown with me. <laughs> says, <laughs> says Benji. <laughs> says Benji as he goes under. And Benedict is slightly relieved <laughs> that we are where we are, given Benedict's <laughs> Benji's utterances. All right. Gentlemen, we find ourselves in quite the pickle. It's the prison yeah. mission. It's like, you know, every... Or a lot of Bethesda games have that mission where you, all your shit's taken from you, and you get thrown into like <laughs> you lose all uh, your stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> all right. Oh man, that was difficult. That was hard to make choices. choices sometimes. <laughs> I would have gone with crab heavy on crab. It had throwbacks. Uh, it had oh. comedic value. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Those of you listening, those of you watching live and later. We really appreciate you. Hey, come on over to r slash greenboxgaming at Reddit or check out our Twitter. Um, we are at uh, greenboxgaming2, uh, I do believe. Uh, and if you really like what you hear, you're caught up, you want to catch things a week early, or you even want to listen to our new kind of uh, behind-the-scenes thing where we kind of just have a nice little chat uh, after we play our games uh, when we record, then consider coming over to Patreon. Get the episodes a week early, and you get to support us. It really helps. It's only three dollars. We're at r slash. Uh, we are at patreon.com slash r. Wait, slash. Jesus, patreon.com slash. Gaming underscore. We'll it's on the, in the episode. Link. It's linked below. <laughs> Why am I saying it, guys? <laughs> thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being up early, and thank you for being up late. Thank you, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And very late and very early. Yes, uh, very late and very early. Um, for all those of you listening, uh, we're very glad again for you to join us and tune in next time. But until then, stay safe and stay sane. Bye.